Welcome to another edition of Cinema Fantastico, a whenever podcast from one of the co-hosts of Cult Following Podcast, also a crew member of Cult Classic AZ, a monthly repertory film programming series based in Tempe, Arizona, delivering the biggest and the best in classic films, cult favorites back to the big screen, and creating fun interactive events for film fans. Now, it is my pleasure to introduce the latest edition of Cinema Fantastico, with your host, Adam Rutkowski. And special host, Joshua T. Ruth. What's up? I uh, made a little music for the podcast. It's pretty rad. The other day. Thank you, uh, Apple Loops, <laughs> for that one. And just throwing a whole bunch of them on top of each other, and it just tempos everything out, and it's beautiful i i kind of want a like a robot to just narrate my life you know just a lady robot please just narrate everything i'm doing well yeah well the interesting thing about the um about this one the voice that i had to use on that is she was the only person to pronounce fantastico correctly really yeah and I would have gone with it if it was really funny from the other ones. Right. But it was just so horribly awful. Like, what, they, like give me some examples. Like, how are they pronouncing it? Fantactico oh, was God, probably good. the, the one good. that I, I definitely remember. Right. So it was just, it was, you know, whatever this one was, I think it might have just been the uh, the European right. lady. Right. I think the, the guy did it too, but I've heard too much of his voice on a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. That I didn't want to overkill on him. Uh, so yeah, this is episode four of Cinema Fantastical. Last one I did was I had a couple of my friends who um, are making a movie called Crepitus, right? And the the evil clown movie just got word that uh, Bill Mosley just got hired on to be the clown. Wow! So he's the lead in the movie. So they secured him. That's a pretty big get. Yeah. So they've been talking. You know, they've been in talks with a bunch of different people, but that's. Uh, that's really a big one. Um, so I'm really proud of them. I can't wait yeah, to see how that nice. all turns out. Because nice. when you have someone who's just as passionate about making weird, strange characters, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that just takes it up to another level. Especially for them. They've been doing this off and on for, I'd probably say over a decade. Yeah. A couple decades almost, well, I suppose. It's a passion project. Yeah. So and they're they're good at it. So I like the, I like their other stuff, even though it's, it was on a smaller scale. I mean, this is still you know on a smaller scale, but now it's like an elevated smaller indie scale. Right. Uh, they are at probably the best p- place to look is on Facebook um, to look them up. That's uh, C R E. Uh, how do you spell crepitus? P I T U S, right? C R E P I T U S, right? So just punch that in on Facebook. It'll bring it right up. And it's very creppy, too. Yes. Uh, I have my doctor look at my creppy every now and again. (laughs) But he said everything looks good. Uh, So today we are talking about No Man's Sky. Yes. Yes, No Man's Sky. Um, Tell me, is this real life? Do I have to pinch you? Yeah, seriously. Like, are you still, like, a little scared that it's actually not going to come out? Well, I think I, I... I, uh, what did I do? Sent you a message or might have been a Facebook thing and said, well, it's finally happening. And you basically said, I don't believe it until <laughs> yeah. I actually have it in my hand this time. <clears throat> well, they delayed the, the computer, the, the PC edition. That's right. Yeah. You so know? globally, it's on August uh, 12th. Yeah. Um, 
which I was curious as to why, and I was going to ask why, but I found out recently why mm-hmm. uh, Sean Murray went on the record to say that they were um, implementing something that was very exciting, which is just for the PC, because mm-hmm. you can't really do it with PlayStation right now, is he's doing a 21 by 9 ratio. Oh, wow. So I'm excited about that because that's what my movie theater screen is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that means I would have to get a PC and <laughs> right, right. Gonna spend like six to $800 on a nice uh, gaming PC minimum. to just, you know, I mean, you know, you wouldn't have to get a... You know, you wouldn't have to get a monitor, obviously, if you were going to be playing on the Fantastico screen, but yeah, you know. I mean, if you were going to get a computer, you should just just go the whole hog and get something that can run, um, you know, HTC Vive and and, uh, Oculus Rift. Well, see, that's that's my problem, is that's what I would probably want to do anyways. Because my philosophy over the years, especially with computers, is I used to do entry level. Uh I mean, I'm mostly an Apple guy, so I'd get the entry level laptop or desktop or whatever it was and uh, put in as much RAM as I possibly could and then just be happy with that. Yeah. The problem with that that I've learned over the years is my turnaround is a lot faster. So mm-hmm. in, in about two years, I'm ready to move on to something else. Yeah. Uh, if I get something that's top of the line, I my little uh, uh, MacBook Air that I have has been fantastic since I got it in... Oh, gee, 2011, I think, yeah. like mid-2011. Yeah. I still, it's like the best computer that I have out of all these computers that <clears throat> mm-hmm. I have around me. Uh, and everything in that is hardwired. So it's right on the circuit board. It's it's just, you know, it's completely imprinted. So there's no, nothing you can upgrade in those. Right. Um, so in, in that instance, it's good to go either top of the line if you can afford it or just like right below, you know, mid-high kind sure. of thing. With the, my 17-inch, here we're going to talk about computers for a little bit. Sorry, no. It's no, all right. It's, this is the uh, the it's the, the flow. It's the natural computer program. fantastico right. podcast. Uh, the 17-inch is a, is a little bit older, but uh, and and they discontinued these. But I like the screen size because it's always on my desk. This is my basically kind of my desktop, and mm-hmm. it's powerful enough. Uh, in order to refresh it, I replaced it with a solid-state hard drive. Uh, one terabyte and uh, maxed out the RAM at 16 gigs. So now it feels like a brand new computer. Sure. It fires up really fast, opens programs, closes programs really fast. Snappy, snappy, snappy. Is so I probably you... added like another couple years, two or three years to this thing. Are you using that to like um, edit podcasts and, and video and stuff like oh, that and, too? Yeah, no, this is where I do all my Final Cut Pro wow, stuff. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, so this, yeah, I just finished up my latest... Because it's all my hobby stuff with the video stuff. Sure. So that's what I, the stuff that I put together for like fin- Cinema Fantastico pre-shows. Um, but now I'm working on kind of my own little passion project with the uh, the black and white series. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing a few films in that are in color, but I think would be interesting to see in, in black and white. A la Mad Max. Right. So I, right. I just finished up my first run on uh, Mad Max Fury Road. And I have to tell people it's not just a matter of uh, putting it into a, a, a program like Final Cut right. or Premiere and then just taking, taking all the saturation the yeah, out. Yeah. Right. right. I'm going scene by scene and I'm tweaking it. Um, even choosing the, the different colors within the palette 
but then uh, sweeping out the saturation in, in different tones and different gradients awesome. and stuff. So, so sounds, sounds about right. Sounds like your normal level of, of uh, you know, perfection. Right. And that's what I would expect, and that's what I'd hope from somebody that's actually doing it. Like the German release that's going to be coming out, the box set mm-hmm. that's going to have that that uh, shiny and chrome edition, that it would they would take the time to do that as well. You have to do so it side by side. That I'm dead. That's why I want to do yeah. it. That's why I have been doing it. Right. Um, so eventually, yeah, I want to get that, and then yeah, see how it compares. Uh, when was the first time you heard of No Man's Sky? <clears throat> uh, the first time I heard of it was uh, the same time that pretty much everybody heard of it. I mean, most people, at least the same day, but it was on that. I can't remember what, what it was called, but it was the um, it was some game show they were doing. It was, um, I think they took a year off from doing what's the, the big, the big games awards thing that I think mm-hmm. is just called games awards. Now they did this, uh, this one kind of weird year, uh, where it was hosted by, oh, what's his name is the guy who was on community, Joel McHale. And it was this really strange, awkward kind of thing where it was like, they were doing this little show and Joel McHale was bringing out all these games, people and essentially making fun of them and making fun of gamer culture in general Mm -hmm. and uh talking about people sitting in their basement eating cheetos and um yeah so it was uh that show awkward painful as it was all of a sudden these guys from hello games came out and were like hey there's this game we're working on and i mean these are the guys that did joe danger okay so uh nobody saw this one coming and when they came out and showed this you know now famous trailer um that everybody has seen a million times i mean it just blew the internet up you know so even if you weren't watching that particular show you saw that thing come up yeah. i mean this is something where i have people that i know that are uh, not even games people that are saying hey have you heard about this game no man's sky i mean just it's, it's happening like even now you know i'm getting right. people that it's it's you know, it's kind of like one of those things, uh, like a Pokemon Go thing. It's like, mm-hmm. have you heard of this Pokemon Go thing? You know, it's like, yeah, of course I have, you know, obviously <laughs> and I'm, I'm keyed into it. Same deal with this, though. It's like, you know, you have these people that they don't ever play games, but they've seen this thing. Yeah. They've seen the 18 quadrillion planets thing, you know. Yeah. Um, but so that was the first time I heard of it. And, of course, I immediately posted it on my Facebook. A bunch of my other friends that follow that stuff posted it on their Facebook. But that was what? Two years ago? It had to have been two years ago, right? Three, I believe. Yeah, at this it's point. a long time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I didn't I didn't watch any of that stuff. I that was at the time that I was pretty much out of gaming. Mm-hmm. I still had my PlayStation three. I didn't even use it to play Blu rays, it just was collecting dust. Right. Uh when did I buy that? When did that PlayStation three come out? Uh roughly. You mean like the original release, or like it was like they're like a new one that you bought? No, not the not the not when they went slim, but okay. the original big bulky PS3 that is basically a floor heater. I think uh, 2007. I, believe? I think that sounds about yeah. right because I think that's when I was living in Gilbert, right? Uh, that first year, and I was just looking for some sort of entertainment. Um, so. It, other than the initial games that I got for it, just to see what like the next gen console was like, right? Uh, I played the Lego games a lot, sure, because those were just a lot of fun, mindless. You know, you just put in your codes and you can run around and get all your gold pieces. Uh, but by yeah, by 2013, if that was a year, let's just settle on that. Mm-hmm. Um, completely out of the loop, right? 
was the PS PS4 was out at that time? The PS4, I believe, was out. I did not have one yet. Right. Um, and in fact, <laughs> one of the reasons I bought a PS4 was because of No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, well, I when this comes out, I have to be able to play it. Yeah. You know, and I've I've had my PS4 for you know, come I guess about two years now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it sounds about right. You yeah. know, it must have been certainly over two years. Right. Um, and it doesn't yeah. seem like it's that long. But anyways, the. The tra- I probably saw a trailer for it, or I saw some uh, article on No Man's Sky, and I had to know everything about it right away, mostly yeah. because of my uh, involvement, my deep, 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 deep involvement with uh, Star Wars Galaxies. Right. And also, I just love space games. Yeah. But especially when I played Star Wars Galaxies... Even though that was kind of the infancy of uh, the big multi-universe online play mm-hmm. groups and um, team speak and all that stuff, that I was really forward with getting into groups at the beginning. It was still in in like beta testing, so everybody was learning all at the same time, all at the same level. Uh, nobody was better than anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some power players, but they they were mostly ignored because there really wasn't much you could do at that time because stuff was still being figured out. After a while, I kind of went nomad. People would play the game. I kept playing nonstop because right. I, I could afford to. And what was happening is, is the original players that I played with would start disappearing. And I suppose I have... Uh, particular trust issues. I'm I can be pretty closed off emotionally to other people mm-hmm. because uh, I I th- I think they're eventually going to leave. So why waste my time investing you know all sure. my a lot of my life into you know th- these other people if they're just going to be gone anyways? Right. Which I mean you know that's just a, a self realization of myself. Sure. But that's what happened in Star Wars Galaxy, and I'm like you know what. Pfft, Screw this. I'm just going to do what I want to do. Right. If it takes me 10 times longer because I'm not having these other people to help me with my XP points. Right, right. You know, go on these big groups and be able to go on these large hunts, uh, go after the bigger game, and then reap the rewards. I'm just going to kill tiny little credits and get like 5 XP eventually one xp for every kill right well, <laughs> and it's gonna enjoying... take me you know five years yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. that's the thing is i was enjoying it and then yeah. i enjoyed the exploration sure i would go to the very harsh planets like lock or something and walk around right i'd get killed pretty dang quick because it's very hostile there mm-hmm. but i i loved just being able to navigate my way through and uh, maybe I was hoping maybe to find some sort of Easter egg because there were a lot of lot of um, rumors that the uh, the developers well they didn't have a Jedi system yet mm-hmm. you, you couldn't become a Jedi and a lot of people were speculating on what you had to do in order to become a Jedi. So how long was it out before people could become a Jedi? I'm telling you, I played it every single day, so it seems like it's it's that that old tra- Star Trek saying. It's like you right. know, a day is a week, and a week is a sure. day, or whatever. Sure. Uh, I would say after uh, maybe maybe eight months, maybe not even that, but it it felt like it was a really long time. Wow. But they still didn't get it 
right and they retooled it several different times uh, and then they completely overhauled the game at uh, two more times after that mm. uh, much to the chagrin of myself and a lot of other people they basically wiped your whole skill tree and made you start all over again wow because they changed the game so much they got gotcha. rid of professions that i really loved mm. Um, so I'm really nostalgic for the original one. I can see where they needed to make improvements sure. and, and the benefit of it. Uh, so if I if I stepped into it like in the third quarter of, of the whole um, experience, I, I think I would enjoyed it. You know, for what it was at that mm-hmm. time. Go, oh, why would people like that earlier version? Sure. But um, yeah, just that's what really sucked the life out of it for me. I did return a couple times just to check it out because there was a monthly subscription almost to the very end. Right. So maybe the last year of its run, uh, it was free to play. Gotcha. But other than that, it was I. I As they all like, go eventually. Yeah, I think it was like five bucks a month. So but. that's kind of perfect for you. I mean, a, a man alone exploring the galaxy kind of sounds like your jam. Yes. Yeah. And that that's kind of what one of my points is that there are a lot of crybabies who are saying, "Well, where's the multiplayer? Where's the PvP?" Sure. Sure. Um is where do you think that stems from just from the you expect every game to be like that now yeah well i mean these you know look people want games to be the the games that they want all the time i mean they Mm. they shoehorn in multiplayer into games that don't need multiplayer so often you know that kind of stuff happens um but you know in terms of i think people just uh i think they might be expecting or wanting a different game out of no man's sky than what it's going to be um sure. to me the whole kind of loneliness aspect of it sounds amazing mm-hmm. you know i mean my um you know my favorite game of all time and i'm a, a lifetime gamer i'm a, you know i game on everything get every new system that comes out is um journey you know, Journey is a game, you know, for people who are not familiar, where it is very much like that. You're you're very much just one person. It's wordless. You're exploring this vast, beautiful desert um, and just wandering around. Now, in that game, which it was something that really hasn't actually been done again, and apparently it actually can happen in No Man's Sky is that you can run into other players. Mm-hmm. But the way that it happens is organically. Like in Journey, you'll just run into another player just wandering around as well. And you don't know who they are. You don't know, um, you know, it doesn't give you a gamer tag or anything like that. You're just, you know, seeing another living being and you know that that's a live player. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so... For me, that whole thing is exactly what I I just absolutely love. You know, it also, it's a lot like, um, you know, the. Can you? Can you? I'm sorry to interrupt. Can you interact with that with yeah, the player in some way? Only ways, the only way you can interact with it is by pressing a button, which makes a sound. Um, and so you press, you make the sound, and it's like a chirp is kind of what um it's referred to. Yeah. Um, is just this chirp, and so you know it's like dun 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 dun. You know, or if you press it a bunch, or you can hold it down and go bong. You know, like that. Yeah. And so it's really interesting journey. I mean, one of the reasons that it's my favorite game is not. Just just because I think it's a beautiful game, um, but because it's this really interesting way of interacting with another human being without knowing anything about them. You don't you don't know if the person that you're interacting with is young or old or man or a woman. Mm-hmm. 
you don't know what race they are. You don't know what their political beliefs are. It's just you with one chime, one chirp button trying to interact with them. And, you know, and I, the, the, the story that I have when I first played Journey is that the first time, because I'd heard about this game, I actually bought a PS3 just so I could play this game because I was an Xbox guy last uh, last um, generation. Mm-hmm. And so I got Journey because I just heard so many amazing things about it. Um, I knew it was from the same makers as this game Flower, mm-hmm. which is another game that I absolutely adore. I'm really into these artsy fartsy games, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. kind I prefer of my them thing. these yeah. days now too. Absolutely, yeah. you know, so indie games, art games, that's that's really what I love the most and so I'd heard nothing but praise about Journey. Mm-hmm. Um so I got the PS3, I went through Journey, um and it was this stunning, beautiful, lonely, sad experience um where it was just me wandering through these deserts and I would never, you know, maybe once I'd run into another person, another journeyer, um, and then, you know, they would chirp a couple of times and then go away. Okay. So I'd never really see him again. And, you know, it was this experience because the, the whole journey is fraught with danger. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's monsters that can take away your scarf, which means you can't fly as long and, you know, you're just getting attacked. And by the end of the game, you're crawling up this icy peak by yourself and your scarf is gone and it's playing this sad music and you know it's it to me it was kind of like this this is this is a representation of the human struggle you Mm -hmm. know this is what it's like to be alive you know it's like you go through these moments of wonder in the beginning and then you know at the end you're you're alone and you're trudging and it's like this you know this whole serious thing right um so then you know i i played the game and at the end and i was like stunned you know, kind of tears welling up in my eyes. And I was like, this was such a beautiful experience. I have to play this again. Mm-hmm. And so it was like two o'clock in the morning. The whole game took me probably three hours the first time. Um, two o'clock in the morning, I'm like, I'm starting this again. So immediately I start the journey again. But this time, very early on, I met somebody else. But my cloak was red and their cloak was white. And I'd never seen that before. Mm. And I was like, wow, they've got a white cloak. That's interesting. And so, you know, I was expecting them to go away like everybody else went away. Um, and But they didn't. They stayed with me the entire time. They were walking with me. And if, oh. I, if I stopped, they would stop. And they would just kind of dance around and chirp, 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 chirp. And then I would see them going over by a wall and chirp, 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 chirp. And I was like, okay. So I'd like walk over there and I see that there's a hidden collectible there. And so I was like, oh, cool. So I got this hidden collectible. And then they would do this and they stayed with me the entire time. And they would show they show me every secret in the game wordlessly. Huh. And we developed this language between us where it was like, you know, I would go – ding, ding, and that was thank you. And they would go, ding, 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 and that was you're welcome, you know? <laughs> and uh, and so the part with all the monsters, they just showed me the way around where you just go and there's not a single monster ever gets you, mm-hmm. you know? And so it turned from this really lonely experience to this thing of like, oh, wow, okay, maybe this is what life is too, right? You know, yeah. maybe life is companionship. Um, you know, maybe it doesn't have to be the dark thing. Mm-hmm. And at the end... There's a part where I fell off a cliff and, you know, th- this cliff takes you back to the beginning of the level and they jumped off the cliff to stay with me. And um, then by the end, we walked together up that snowy peak, but this time we were huddled up for warmth together, huh. you know. And it was this really stunning experience. So, 
um, you know, as far as that stuff goes, um, you know, that whole kind of exploring that loneliness, that that just feeling of exploration yep. um, is is something that I just adore so much in games. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was one of the first things that I was really excited about for No Man's Sky. Um, but to me, it was they were you know, hitting all the right things. It's like, you know, I think for you, it was like the whole, you know, kind of, you know, big galaxy thing. For me, it was also stylistically. And the music, Mm -hmm. it's exactly, I'm still very much into it, but, you know, 65 Days of Static that does the music is Mm -hmm. very much along the lines of the music that I already listened to, you know? So I listened to this, I was like, oh, okay. So this is like 80s-ish, you know, synth kind of, you know, but also with like a rock tinge to it. Um, But then stylistically, when, when they were talking about it, on that show and they were talking about that their their biggest influence was 1970s sci-fi yeah. and they were specifically called out um, Jean Girard Mobius mm-hmm. you know who is hands down one of my oh, very yeah. favorite artists mm-hmm. you know and it's like oh okay I'm getting it now so this is this is like heavy metal magazine stuff yeah. you know like th- that's that's what they're drawing upon and that is really the thing that I think has kept me the most excited about it mm-hmm. the whole exploring the universe thing is awesome the music is awesome but it's that style right. that's the thing that's just getting me you know just salivating it's like oh my gosh like even you know when I've seen some of the footage recently and the buildings they have or you know it's it's like Sid Mead stuff you right. know yeah. Like, it's just, ugh, it just looks so good and just so clean and, and minimalist. And I, I just love everything about the style of it. Yeah, yeah. It, there, it, is, it is very stylistic in the way that it's 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 all those uh, before, well, I suppose, you know, before I was getting like VHS tapes and everything, you, you would have the, the novels, the sci-fi novels. Right. Although, like, you know, even the little strange ones, it seems like it was the same artist for all of them. Yeah. Or I also remember the Scholastica Book Club. I would always get uh, a visual art book that would have uh, a lot of the, like, the 50s and 60s visionary paintings, drawings Mm -hmm. uh, that... That's what this is. It's it's it just it resonates for me. Yeah. In in a very different way than a lot of other stuff does. Yeah. And with the games today, like I was saying, is you know, does it have to be PvP? Does it have to be multiplayer? Is um that it also doesn't have to look like uh you know Call of Duty or yeah uh you know even like something like Until uh, Dawn or something. You know, it doesn't have to be um heavy graphical looking like it's an actual yeah, gritty brown tones i mean they're and running so... at three million miles per hour it's yeah. like you know go 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 right. go right kind of thing because i remember when um came over for well i don't even know if it was for a game night yeah yeah it was it was the game night that we did outside one time mm-hmm. and uh we ended up just hanging out after everyone left and you popped in uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, yeah, and you said, "Oh, I got to show you a few things." Yeah, and I was expect what I expect for most people is they're just going to run around, they're going to start shooting things, right? And, you know, it's like, "Oh, you got to see this," and you know, this is crazy, and I'm going to do a crazy flip in the car, yeah, like bazillion times off this bridge or whatever it I'm might gonna be. Shoot down a helicopter with a rocket launcher, right? Yeah, you know, you sure. know that's the type of things when someone says, "Oh, I got to show you yeah. something." Yeah, no, you got a hot air balloon. And just drifted. Yeah, a blimp. Blimp. Actually, yeah. And yeah, yeah that's um, th- 
you know, that's the way I play GTA. Um, I mean, sure, when I played through the story, the story requires you to shoot people, and I did that, you know, and I played through the story and everything, right. and yeah. I got into the the whole thing. But that's that is how I play Grand Theft Auto, specifically Grand Theft Auto Online. I um, strictly play Grand Theft Auto Online as pacifist, um, and it's it's kind of funny, you know, because you get people will shoot at you all the time, mm-hmm. you know, and and Grand Theft Auto Online is kind of terrible i mean it's a den of just the worst kind of people well, that's and what just, i would think like it's just a cesspool of it is it's the worst like it's just people shooting it's like everybody event horizon it's like the evil yeah, universe yeah, yeah yeah but that's part of why i do it i mean i go in and i play gta as a pacifist and if somebody because the thing is is when i used to work from home i played gta online so much while I was working because I worked on the phones and mm-hmm. I would just sit there with my controller in my hand and I would do races all day long and I'm really really good in the racing in that game so I got to the point where I've got so much money in that game and I'm such a high level that it doesn't matter if somebody wants to kill me they can kill me um, but what I do is I go up and I will with no guns I will approach them and sometimes they'll shoot at me but eventually I'll get somebody that like doesn't shoot at me mm-hmm. and then I'll just honk my horn be like get in the car you know and they'll get in the car and they're like surprised I'm sure that someone's not shooting at them and then we <laughs> put on some music and go cruising around and I take them back to my awesome super expensive apartment which is the nicest right. apartment in the game and we sit down and we watch TV and you know <laughs> and then that's what I do and then I'm sure it kind of blows people's mind but I don't know in in, in some small way like in I you know I want to inflate this more than it is but that's kind of me trying to make the world a better place sure. you know it's me just trying to interact with another human being in the same way that I would interact uh, with somebody in journey you know it's mm-hmm. a way of trying to commute communicate with somebody without voice chat without you know text chat right. you know it's just saying you know yo let's just be a little nice to each other and this is the way i want to spend my time i don't want to spend my time you know fighting other humans all the time and don't get me wrong i mean i still like playing online multiplayer shooters you know i play yeah. the heck out of overwatch a lot and mm-hmm. i kill a lot a lot of people mm-hmm. in overwatch so i'm not just a complete pacifist of things but right. sometimes that's the kind of experience i want and i think what it comes down to is when you have this really immersive world like that you know when it's not like a battle arena mm-hmm. when it's an immersive world like gta sometimes i just want to get in a boat and i want to go sailing right. you know like it's that's the kind of experiences that i want that's what i'm looking forward to most out of virtual reality is right. that ability to just live in another world and explore it's one of the things that i loved the most and i think a, a good kind of connection point for no man's sky would be mass effect um mm-hmm. are you familiar with the Mass Effect series at all? Not a whole lot. So Mass Effect is is absolutely amazing. I mean, it's really great. Unfortunately, it's a little dated now. Um, I actually do wish that they would put out a, you know, one of those kind of remastered versions of Mass Effect, which right. I'm sure they will, because Mass Effect Andromeda is going to be coming out next year, uh, which is the new, I guess, trilogy. Oh, yeah, right, right, yeah. Um, but, you know, Mass Effect, that, the the promise of Mass Effect was a lot like what maybe the reality of No Man's Sky is going to be. You know, because when they were originally talking about this game, it was... It's a whole universe to explore. You know, you've got you can travel between galaxies and you can land on any planet and mm-hmm. you can explore these planets. Um, turned out that that's not really the reality of what Mass Effect turned out to be. Mass Effect is still a tremendous game, but the very first game, yeah, you did have like a bunch of planets that you can land on, and you had your little thing called a Mako, which was a uh, it was like a, a little 
little you know tank vehicle thing that you could drive around in um but the planets were empty <laughs> like you know yeah. like you could just drive around on these planets there was nothing there it's just a bunch of rocks and mountains um sure. but it, it it first felt amazing and there's one moment in um the first mass effect game where you you land on the moon our moon mm-hmm. and then you're driving around and you come up over this mountain and then you see earth off in a distance oh, and cool. it's just stunning you yeah. know it's just this beautiful moment of like, oh my gosh this is amazing. But, you know, that whole feeling of, of having this universe at your fingertips, which, um, you know, Mass Effect manages to be incredible regardless, even though it's not every single planet you can go to. Mm-hmm. You just do get this feeling of the vastness of space and the exploration and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that is certainly one of the things that I'm I, – I really – really hope this game is half of what everybody wants it to be. Yeah. I mean, I really do. It's getting a lot of blowback right now, um, you know, which I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll get to at some point. But, you know, there have been, uh, you know, copies out there in the wild now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, people, there's the, the famous thing of that somebody got the center universe in 30 hours, you know, and that's supposed to be end game. You know, that's supposed to be the thing that takes forever to do. So I am very, you know, I've got this trepidation about it. Right. Um, but I don't know if if it's a world where I can just just go in there and just exist and wander around. And, you know, I used to play Skyrim the same way that I played GTA. I would just play Skyrim and not go around and kill everybody. I mean, I would do that sometimes, but I just look at waterfalls, you know, like right. yeah. just exist in that world. Mm-hmm. And if it's that kind of thing that I can do, that makes me super excited. Yeah. That that's that's my kind of thing. So tying it all back to the whole, does it have online multiplayer? You know, people want what they know, and a lot of these people, that's what they know. They know online, you know, universe. They know MMOs. They know all that stuff. And maybe this game isn't going to be that, but that's okay. You know, like right. it's okay for it to be its own animal, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to appeal to those people. And, and I'm totally fine with that. Well, Sean said that multiplayer isn't out of the question. Right down the road. Uh, obviously, they just have a team of what, like fifteen, thirteen people. I mean, yeah. this is a small little small garage operation. Yeah, tackling this huge game that got a lot of hype right away, and everyone's looking at it through a microscope. Yeah, uh, you have um, <laughs> when they announced the or when they put the trailer out that had the uh, uh, the initial release date. That's when everybody just lost their minds. Yeah over this this is when i was like oh yeah now i remember that game mm-hmm. because there was there was virtually nothing yeah. between those the time that it was shown at that awards show and then by the time what was that in march maybe yeah february or march um that's when i was like oh well i don't have a playstation 4 yeah i don't necessarily want to do the boot camp thing on my computer mm-hmm. uh i think i need a playstation 4 it was february yeah i think it yeah was it was february. it was when they did their big it was like i don't know because that was my birthday month right and that's when i, I yeah i got a ps4 for my birthday it was either a new pair of glasses mm-hmm. or a playstation 4 yeah well that's an easy decision right so yeah instead <laughs> of, the, well Hopefully my glasses are good enough to look at the PlayStation <laughs> right? yeah. screen. Yeah. But no, they're fine. They're just a little bit old and falling apart. Right. But uh, 
yeah, so everyone's everyone's like losing their mind, and you know I'm losing my mind every. I'm not kidding. Every single day, I think about this game. Yeah, there was there have been times, uh, and it was pretty intense once it started getting to the initial release date, uh, before all the the craziness stuff happened with the delay, that I was starting to dream about it. Mm-hmm. Is it the same type of stuff that happened with Star Wars: The Force Awakens? Once it got closer and closer, I started having these mm-hmm. very very lucid and intense dreams where I was partially controlling like I knew where I was and what I was doing and what was happening and I was making comments on it as I was you know there watching the movie or playing No Man's Sky right um which I which is a good thing I think is for for a way for me to deal with uh the potential tragedy that you know some things can could be that you hold dear to your heart yeah uh, most of the stuff that I, I read about um, uh, dream analysis is that's what dreams are is is a way for you to process a certain situation sure un- until it could possibly happen in real life right even if it's like an alien that comes up to your door and is like you know putting a gun to your head well how do you react to that now you're prepared for it because you've already dreamt about it enough times yeah that if it does happen huh. that's that's a way of just processing it. Uh, that's interesting you know, subconsciously yeah uh, or unconsciously however whatever whichever one you use um, so that's my philosophy on dreams anyways uh, yeah, I was talking about the trailers yeah oh yeah and then but but uh, well they had four total since then more recently once it kind of got closer um, which I did. Did you watch any of the the four trailers? That I watched came out over the, the last few weeks, like survival one. I think you Sounds know, like one of the last ones. Yeah, it? that one yeah. just like kind of came across my my view, and I was like, oh, I'll watch this. And you know, I mean, that one. I don't know. In a way, it almost uh, it was a letdown in a way. You know, because I was like, oh, you know, I want something that's super relaxing, and I don't know if I really want to be like clawing for survival in this game. That's not necessarily what I'm looking and, for. Well, and it's not right, really. Yeah. Overall, you you can. I mean, it's you know, it's choose your own adventure. Sure. Sure. Y- if you start engaging things, right. they're gonna respond. Yeah. And you see those the big sentinels, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, like the almost like the little uh, like ATST yeah, yeah, looking yeah, things, yeah, the big old or, legs. Or you got the little floaty little drone mm-hmm. little dudes that are coming after you if you if you're killing too much or stealing too much resources. Right. I mean, I don't know. I I haven't been looking at any of the the live play or anything. I've I put a moratorium ever since um, the, those small little trailers came out, uh, the the four series of the, the trailers. But um, so I don't I don't really know what's what's what and what people have been reacting to or sure. what people think. Um, but from what I've gathered from all the way from him, uh, from Sean Murray doing the IGN thing mm-hmm. where he's doing the live play uh, and then letting that, that little dick hole play the game for a little bit and being a space dick. <laughs> right. I, I just wanted to punch him. I'm like, yeah, stop it now. I mean, yes, get it out of your system, uh-huh. I suppose. But you could tell that Sean Murray was just, I mean, he was biting his tongue. Yeah, yeah He's yeah. like, what are you doing to my game, you son of a bitch? Right, right, This right. is not the purpose of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyways, that's my little tyrant on that. But did you ever see the Stephen Corbert? I didn't, no. The Corbert Report. Uh-huh. Uh, that one is really fun. That one, I, that one is, I think, in 2015. Might have been sooner. Uh, so everything was 
I don't even think they were actually playing the game. Mm-hmm. He had the controller, but it didn't seem like he was actually controlling the game. It's, right. It was probably just one of those put together, sure. um, you know, look at me play the game, but it, we actually can't because we don't have the architecture for it yeah. to do it. But that's really funny. If you look that up online, that's on YouTube, and uh, he goes around naming am- animals and the creatures, <laughs> but it all has to do with uh, something on a riff of, like, Stephen Corbett. Of course. And it's okay. it's really funny. And he and, and Stephen just is, like, just floored by it. He said, this is the greatest thing ever. Because oh, awesome. they're feeding his ego yeah, and everything. Yeah. Uh, and every time they name the name, there's this little sound that goes, bong, and then it goes, mine. But it's Steven's voice going, mine, mine. And he just keeps doing that like creature after creature. Oh, that's awesome. Anyways, that's that's good stuff. Um, but no, the the, the, the trailer trailers, they start out, I think, with the Explorer one, um, which is probably more on the speed of what you were looking for. Yeah. Uh, but of course, with every single trailer, and when I was actually following any groups um, at that time, and I've stopped doing that for the last couple weeks just because people like to put stuff like right in the header yeah as far as like what's happening is uh yeah i it's it's gonna be one of those games that's not gonna please everybody especially people that have been following it since day one like you said sure um probably most of it is is just because it's so shrouded in in mystery as far as what you're actually doing some of the, the the talk about it, even in different interviews, have been misleading at sometimes. Whether it's a galaxy, whether it's a universe, or is it a galaxy within a universe? Are there multiple galaxies? Are you starting in a different galaxy than your buddy over there? Are we all starting in the same galaxy, but then there's outer galaxies within this big universe? Yeah, you know, it's just it's and it's hard to wrap around eighteen quintillion. Yeah, no, and... that's just absolutely insane. You know, I mean, I, I if, again, from what I know, it's like you're going to start on a random planet, but then they know a way to make sure that that random planet is going to have enough resources so that you can eventually get off that planet. Um, but that's going to be the first goal. The first goal is build your ship, get off the planet, you know, and I'm sure that's going to feel like a, a great moment when that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of like a, they, they call them Bethesda moments in games because there's like there's like a moment in um, – in Elder Scrolls Oblivion on the play, the play, the, uh, the the 360 mm-hmm. Xbox 360 where it's like you start in this dungeon and then you get to a point where you open up you get out of the dungeon and then there's just this whole world in front of you and you can just go explore the world and you go in any direction you want if you see that mountain over there you want to climb on that mountain climb on that mountain I mean that's that's what uh, the Elder Scrolls game are games are and then you yeah. have the same thing happens in Fallout and Fallout three where it's like you're in the vault for a while you get out of the vault you open up the door and then boom you've got the whole world in front of you you know they're called bethesda that bethesda moment um you know and so i think that you're going to have that bethesda moment you know when you finally get into your ship and it's like hey explore the universe now and that's something i'm definitely looking forward to seeing I'm, i i am i but i'm i'm intimidated by all that too yeah yeah it's like okay now what no. well it, it's, it's almost it almost seems like a little comforting the fact that it's absolutely impossible 
to see everything. Like you mm-hmm. can't, right? So for me, as somebody's a, a completionist a little bit, I you know, yeah. like it's like that's almost a comfort because there's no way any human being could possibly see all the planets in this game. But see, I'm I'm even thinking though too, and and there are a couple people that made comment on this and 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 really struck true with me is being that completist. And this is one of the things that I did with Star Wars Galaxies a lot is like when I went on a planet and I saw my map, I would walk from corner to corner yeah. to corner yeah, to yeah, corner yeah. and do like zigzag right. and, and cover every single inch that I possibly could. Now, even with the starter planet that you're on in No Man's Sky, mm-hmm. it's actually the size of a planet in real time. Yeah. So imagine walking from Tempe, Arizona all the way to Paris, France, all oh, yeah. the way to the Ukraine you know, and back around, and and true, you but felt the, like the planets been... are smaller. I mean, they're much smaller than Earth. You know, I mean, because you yeah. can you can see that when you're flying into a planet, and you can actually see the curvature of the planet on the videos you've seen. So, mm-hmm. you know, they are a lot smaller, um, and I think you could probably easily traverse one. You know, but um, yeah, I mean. I'm, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to keep – I'm trying to do my best like here as I'm recording a podcast about it, uh-huh. and I've got two days of PTO next week for it. Yeah. I'm trying to keep my expectations in check, but obviously I'm not. I mean, obviously I'm going crazy, mm-hmm. um, you know, thinking about it just like every moment this weekend is like, oh, it's not No Man's Sky yet. Like here, right. it's a weekend. I'm not working, and yet I'm sitting here going like, well, I just have one day of work to get through on Monday, and then immediately after Monday or after work, I'm going to go to GameStop and I'm going to get in line and they're releasing it at 9.01 PM. And then I'm just going to play it all night and I've got all Tuesday and I've got all Wednesday off. So obviously I'm freaking out about it, you know, but I'm just trying to keep my expectations low because high expectations never help anything. Right. You know, and, and I don't think there's any way this game could match the expectations. And I, and I think that's, that's a, a, a good, um, rule to follow because well well one thing that helps with that is uh staying away from all the speculation uh live well now that it's been leaked and right. you know the embargo has been uh, broken by by several sites that uh the less you know, the better. In a weird way, it's not even an embargo, though. I mean, that that's something that I mean we could touch on. Like, they have not released any copies to the press at all. Right. Um, and so, it's not even embargoed. I mean, what's happened is, like, Kotaku and Polygon, they have actually went out to stores that have broken street date and are buying copies out there and are streaming it. And they're not breaking embargo because they've never given it to them, which it's really just crazy to me that they didn't put this out. I mean, to me... Right. It's kind of emblematic of the fact that they are a very small team at Hello Games, and they don't really know how to handle a rollout like this. They're sure. obviously getting a lot of help from Sony on it, but yeah. um, you know they they should have had this thing out to the press. They could have controlled the message a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, luckily the guy that paid thirteen hundred dollars for his original copy, you know, crazy, um, yeah, you know, which crazy. I don't know. People are freaking out about that. I'm like, you know, thirteen hundred dollars isn't that much money. I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying I'm like you know sitting on stacks and stacks of money but come on people spent $1,300 on a haircut yeah. you know to somebody that makes 
even $50,000 a year and is maybe a single man, you know, like right. spending $1,300 to play a game like this two weeks early is well worth it. Sure. Um, you know, but he was respectful enough of, of Sean Murray to say, you know, okay, well, I'm going to stop kind of putting video out there on this thing right now because, you know, it's making you sad. <laughs> you <know? laughs> and, and so, you know, I think that that's good. But I do like the fact that he's put that stuff out there because in a way it's helped me temper my expectations. Oh, sure. Sure. You know, you know, talking about how it's a little buggy and things like that and how it's exploitable, you know, how he found a, a resource that he could mine that sold for a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So he just he just grinded for like 10 hours just doing nothing but harvesting that resource Man, so that he could no, sell I, it. I remember doing stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 well. for sure. And I don't mind do I like grinding actually. I, I I put on a podcast and I'll just grind it out and mm-hmm. stuff. So I mean, if it's a game that's grindy and stuff like that, that's totally fine. My concern what I don't want to have happen, okay, is I don't want to have it get to a point where you're just, you know, you just reach a ceiling and you're just like, oh, you know, there's yeah. just nothing more to do. Right. I mean, that's where I got with um, with Skyrim, you know, like Skyrim is, is it was a beautiful game. It's so, you know, it's huge and mm-hmm. it's so awesome. You know, you just play that game and you just feel like you're like in this fantasy world and everything's awesome. But there gets to a point where you become so powerful in that game and you can defeat any enemy and the all of the armor that you have and all the weapons you have or the, the weapons that you can craft because you raise your weapon crafting so sure. high. Yep. All the stuff you can craft is way better than anything you'll ever find right. in a cave. Yeah. Yeah. And so it gets to this point, you're like, what? I don't, why am I even playing this anymore? And that's where I got with Skyrim. Like, I mean, the game the game defeated me by being too long. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what I'm afraid of happening with No Man's Sky. Yeah. Like, I want to always have that feeling of, oh, I want to explore. I want to see what else is out there. You know, you got to, you know, got to give me that carrot to chase. Right. Um, you know, I'm very... I, you know, I'm very susceptible to that kind of thing. You know, I'm, I'm like, you know, Overwatch right now has this Olympic themed event happening. And in Overwatch, you know, it's like they've got all this Olympic stuff and it's only until the 20th. And every loot box you get, you get an exclusive thing. And then after the 20th, you can never get those things again. That keeps me coming back. I'm playing, I'm putting in like two hours a day of Overwatch every single day yeah. because I want to get those Olympic items. So that's the kind of thing, like, I hope they give me in No Man's Sky. Like, I hope they give me that thing to constantly chase for. I mean, that that thing, I want them to give me the ability to buy a space station that is incredibly expensive, you know, but it's something to shoot for, like, way off in the distance, right. you know? Don't just let me build up my ship and then say, okay, well, here's the universe. Now you're just basically a space tourist. Yeah. And see, look, this is an animal with, with a different colored head than that last planet had, yeah. you know? Yeah, um, and I think that's uh, reasonable, especially for... I, I guess I could still consider it just a single player game. Yeah. Um because you're not necessarily going to have uh people to show this off to. Yeah. If you're not going to realistically run into anybody. Yeah. Um I mean streaming, I guess that's kind of what they're, you know, I'm sure that this is going to be a big streaming game probably, mm-hmm. you know. Um but yeah, I mean it's I really you know, I just I hope that there's something to constantly shoot for again. I hope yeah. that it's not like you can't just max out everything in a couple dozen hours, and then it's like, well, now you're just looking at different planets. Yeah. You know? and that's that's what kind of killed it for me with um, uh, Old Republic. Right. I finished. I mean, I got up to the uh, level fifty cap 
before they extended the cap within, I don't know, a couple months, I think. Mm-hmm. And then I was bored. Silly. Yeah. And then they started adding other things, but they were uh, they were PvP-based. And I'm like, I don't want to do PvP. I'm not a competitive person. Sure. Uh, that's why this is so alluring to me is because I, I am an explorer. I like to find new things or even just walk around and, and look at stuff sure. or identify things. And if you can do so in a way that would, yeah, give you something to look forward to or even if I had to look for a resource in order to finish something that I'm I'm building, mm-hmm. um, I don't necessarily need structures. I don't think I need to buy a home or anything. Uh, that was kind of a distraction for me. As long as I can have enough of uh, of an inventory right. uh, sack or uh, in my ship or something to carry whatever I need to. It sounds like there is a cap, just like any other game. Sure. So you don't have like a million different right. you know, variations on resources. But the resources seem to be uh, universal. So if it says carbon, mm-hmm. it's carbon. Yeah. It's not carbon blue or right. carbon red or you know something of a variant so it's not compatible you know you have to get this specific type of carbon um which for when doing some other things where you're building armor uh in those other games they were specific and that's where you got like those you know those plus twos and everything sure for whatever and then you had to be at a certain skill set in order to put all that together and that's part of all that grindy 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 uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think like what would be a good carrot for me. Um, I can get bored if I'm, if, yeah, if all you're doing is exploring, I don't want to be a space dick. I'm interested <laughs> in the, in the trading aspect. I'm in, oh, I'm really interested in the language. Yeah. And I really hope yeah. that that doesn't get, uh, solved faster than it needs to be. Um, well, I, I, you know, if it's, if the internet's going to be the internet, it's going to get solved in the first couple of hours, okay. you know, I mean, it's just, you, you crowdsource that kind of thing and it's just going to happen. But, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I hope that maybe what they did, maybe this guy who got his early copy and who knows if they could do something on, you know, by the two weeks that it would take to get the day one patch out. But I hope that the day one patch does something mm-hmm. make make the center of the galaxy or you know much more difficult to get to you know something you know just give me a long term end game you know mm-hmm. that's that's what i really want yeah. um or give me secrets you know just like really awesome secrets and that's again and that's what everybody's concern is and everybody's been saying this since this game has come out i mean on the podcast that i listen to and everything it's just been well what happens is because everything is created by a computer algorithm just what happens if everything's boring you know how do you make it so that everything's not boring and right. that is hopefully what they've spent the last three years doing, yeah. you know, is trying to make sure that there are some really cool secrets. You know, give me some really rare material mm-hmm. that is only on point zero 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 one of the planets, you know, um, things like that. Um, but, you know, I, I, I will say this. I mean, regardless, I, I'm... 
confident that this game is going to be at least awesome for a couple of weeks. Right. You know, um, I'm sure of that. I'm, you know, that there may be this honeymoon period and this happens with a lot of games where it's like, it's truly amazing at first. And then you just fall off of it. Yeah. You know, you, it just gets like, okay, I've been there, done there. I've yeah. Seen I just that. don't want something maybe probably the most, well, I, well, for me, most recent, cause I haven't had the system for very long, but it kind of the common complaint that people had about uh, Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah, that it's pretty shallow. Yeah, you just jump in. You, I mean, that's I just you know it's just kill at you're yeah. dead. You're dead. You're dead. You're oh, dead. I'm, you're I'm, dead. A, I'm a multiplayer you know shooter yeah. player, and I still find that game shallow. Yeah, you know. So yes, which is absolutely. which is really disappointing because obviously I've been talking about all the Star Wars games or most mm-hmm. of the Star Wars games. That's what I love to play. Yeah, and uh, it, as beautiful as it is, and how much that they've they've included in that game. I just I, do, I don't want to be shallow, but I know that with No Man's Sky, it's uh, yeah, I'm gonna have that the 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 I'll I'll get probably the seven year itch at some point and and maybe abandon the game, but at least it fulfilled my expectations for a certain amount of time, unless they decide to add you know more stuff or if there's there's things that'll happen down the road that they're uh, implementing. Um, but yeah, so far I am interested in, in the trading and exploration Yeah, more so in the combat. I, I tend to be kind of a monk with some games. I even did that with old Republic, even though, you know, you had to do stuff in order to like move up, right? um, like being a Jedi mystic, uh, and really choosing not to fight unless I really had to, I didn't go into PVP. Uh, I didn't see any advantage of doing so, um, multiplayer i guess no and that well they also had well there's no market in this either mm-hmm. there's no global market in this game um which is satisfying for me to know that there's not a global market yeah i don't know if they'll implement a global market down the road um but it, it was always disappointing to go into a global market somebody making something then the the whole economy starts changing, like what stuff is actually worth. Sure. So the stuff you'd find on the ground and pick up that used to be actually a pretty good equip- equipable item, uh, for even if you used it or not, would be maybe like 200 credits, mm-hmm. all of a sudden became worthless because someone's selling something that had like a, a plus two damage yeah. uh, for 1.5 million because that dude said, I'm going to... Put it in the global market for 1.5, and you you can't make it because I made it and whatever whatever you know what I mean. Right. So then everything else adjusts according to that. Yeah. Once you get like that ultimate thing, that uh, you'd rather just pay someone to make for you, as opposed to, you know. Yeah. Totally. Doing it yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. So you know I I um. <clears throat> I hope this game surprises us all, mm-hmm. you know, I, because the thing is, is the impressions that have gotten out there have been, you know, for a few hours, other than the one guy who played for, again, about 30 hours, but he also mainlined it, you know, he was trying to get to the center. Of yeah, the and I was wondering how galaxy. long it would take. I, yeah. I had a discussion, and because I know you mentioned the 30 hours a few times, and I haven't heard that one yet, so that's new to me, but uh, that's, I was thinking 40, because uh-huh. at one point I heard 40 hours from Sean. Right. Um, but then people are saying, well, no, that's not realistic, not unless you have, like, all the resources. Mm-hmm. But I said, well, you can still fly your your ship, but you just won't have your boost. Until, well, you'll have your boost until you run out of right. that particular resource, but it's always going to fly. Sure. So I figured, well, what if someone just sat there and just hit 
you know, yeah, tape, yeah, tape yeah. down the X button or whatever it yeah. is to excel yeah. R2. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which I think, you know, again, with him, the way he did it was he just grinded that material or whatever until he had enough money to have enough fuel to be able to get there. Yeah. Um, you know, but, you know, I, I don't know if this is going to be the game the last game that we'll ever need, you know, as, as was the line that came out, uh, you know, around the time it's like, that's the only video game you ever need for the rest of your life. And, um, I hope, you know, more than anything for your sake, honestly, that it's longer than that. I hope that it is a more robust experience for you because you don't play a ton of games. And this is one that you're super excited about. Mm -hmm. And I hope that it's not a shallow experience, right? You know, because I want you to be able to have that game that you can just play and play and play and play and play and play and just be super 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 happy about you know for me uh i've got final fantasy 15 coming out next month i've got uh playstation vr coming out the month after that like in fact if you know i've i've got overwatch which i'm consistently going to go back to you Mm -hmm. know so it's like if this game turns out to be a shallow experience um then you know for me it's going to be a little bit of a bummer but it's not that big of a deal you know um you know but i hope it's not i mean i hope that this is a game that i just get lost in and what i find is it's oftentimes the games that you don't expect um, mm-hmm. that are that. And if the if the experience is rich enough, I mean, to go back to Journey, Journey is a game that I can basically beat in about 45 minutes now, okay, beginning to end. Mm-hmm. I know where all the secrets are. I know where everything is. I can beat that game in 45 minutes. I still play it about once every two to three weeks. Um because I love being in that world so much, you know? And so if this is something where it's just like the world is inviting right. and you want to be there, then I will play this game. I mean, I'll, this is what I'll do. This is the way I'll unwind from a hard day at work. I'll just yeah. get home. I'll kick my feet up and I'll put on No Man's Sky, yeah. you know? And so that's what I hope it is. The thing is, is there's no real way to know, you know, that, that there, there is such a intangible. But I want it. Yeah, I know. I want it. So I know. Me too. Like, I'm very, very excited. How many days off do you have for it? Uh, three. Three? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I got two, so, and it was tough pulling those two days off, but, you know, like, I'm okay. I've, I got Monday, you know, I'll work Monday because it's not coming out till Monday night anyway. Right. And then I've got my Monday night, I've got my Tuesday, I've got my Wednesday, and then I'll have to work Thursday and Friday, but then I'll have the weekend again. Yeah. So, you know. Well, and it, to expand on we. It, on the uh, just sitting back and just playing it and let it do its thing organically to get a fix, uh, you know, even if it is shallow, that you know, I'd, I'd I'd probably go back to it just because I know there's there's nothing to get on my way. I'm not uh, sitting there feel like I have to impress somebody, feeling bad because I don't have as much stuff as that other person who's right. kind of showing their stuff off. Right. Um, you don't have to keep up with the uh, space space Joneses, yeah. you know. <laughs> uh, but the uh, other thing that I realize is that while there's again Star Wars Galaxies, that you know the, 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 I keep mentioning it because that's a, that's the thing I, I missed the most, and it, it's very shallow because I kind of choose my own way to play the game. Right. That's not what you really should be doing is playing like a monk just in plain clothes without any protection, no weapons, but all sure. you're doing is you're just walking around, uh, sure. roaming the space and being like the, the guy from Kung Fu, just, you know, grasshoppering around. That now they have the uh, the emulators, the Star Wars Galaxies emulators. There's different ones that are out there now. And I got myself back into those, and even though it's... It's very, very early. Uh, there's a lot of features that 
uh, the, the the final build didn't have, I could put myself back into that situation. I could put myself into that game again uh, as an explorer and just as a wanderer. Right. A lot on a lower level because you they didn't really have very many creatures. Uh, they made sure they had enough crat dragons, but that was about it. Um, because a lot of people just like to go and and, uh, and hunt those. Or drag them into town and then kill all the players who are just, you know, doing a dance. Um, so, <laughs> with, I, with... I guess you have to be playing the game to know exactly what that means, uh, but it's no, really it, frustrating. It, it, it makes sense. <laughs> if, you put, if you put on your macro and you were doing stuff to get XP, and if you stepped away from your computer and then came back to where your character was in the cantina... Uh, you might find yourself dead. Oh, right. Like, everybody around you is all sure. dead, and you're like, okay, what the heck just happened? It's because what they'll do is they'll go out to where the spawn is, uh, which might be, I don't know, at least a couple hundred miles uh, outside of uh, Mos Eisley, and they will take the time and the patience to drag a crate dragon all the way from there and run, 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 <laughs> enough just to still it be an aggro, uh-huh into town okay and then in the cantina and it starts freaking out because they're so aggressive sure they're like oh look at all this all these people i can murder that's amazing yeah that's great that's that's hilarious I they, like they stop that in the sony you know the actual official sony release uh-huh. but in the emulator it's kind of like eh, it's yeah, yeah. kind of funny yeah. you know because there's, there, there's nothing <laughs> we're not paying for it it's not like a you know the real game anyways right uh but i do go back to that now and again and i'll play that uh, just for that aspect of it. Overall, I was really shocked, and I need to ask you this because it's been on my mind. A, a lot of the stuff that I look up, there's all those, you know, the social bots and stuff that mm-hmm. pick up on what you're typing in, what you're looking for, what you're Googling in Facebook or whatever. So every time on my feed it says, oh, you know, No Man's Sky, No Man's Sky. It just seems it's on my feed like all the time. Right. And I know you mentioned friends and stuff who have come to you saying, oh, have you heard of this game No Man's Sky, you know, over the last few years. Has has it reached like such epic levels to where a lot more people know about all the death threats all the like litigation stuff before the game came out with the um, the, the name Sky from Sky TV. Oh right. Um, and then that's that's where they think you know the game got delayed is because there is a litigation on that whether they could use the word Sky. <sighs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, which one of my friends who's a who's a copyright lawyer says, well, you know that that's not as ridiculous as it sounds. Yeah. He said no. it's not very hard to you know. Put your little trademark. Like George Lucas owns the word droid. Sure. Um, I mean, to be Sky, fair, he made up that word. Right. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, he just truncated an yeah. android to droid. Yeah, exactly. And said, hmm, maybe what would happen if I trademarked that, right. licensed that. Right. Uh, and then the, then the most, well, what was really frustrating is after I said, okay, now they've, they've, They've given us the date for the second one, you know. And they they went, uh, what was it, gold or whatever with the um, with the disc, mm-hmm. you know, like it's finally going to be put Cer- to production. Certified, yeah, certified. Like, yeah, it's gone through cert. Uh, that then there was somebody that came in a Dutch company saying that uh, the formula, the super formula that they use to create the procedural mathematics 
Um, so it would work more efficiently in a 64-bit environment uh, was stolen from them. Like, they already had Really? The, yeah. And that was about three weeks ago, which was the same kind of thing that happened with the, the whole Sky TV thing. Right. Even though that was happening much sooner than that, finally came out in the press and, and uh, three weeks before the initial release date. So then here was another one that popped up three weeks before the August 9th U.S. release huh. date. So everybody's freaking out again. Yeah. So different groups are saying, you know what? Let's not do the death threats this time to yeah. the person that broke that story and to Sean Murray. Let's right. just like give them a break this time yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, it, you shouldn't do that to anybody anyways to uh, begin with from the first time around. I mean, clearly, yes. Uh, I just think that people are so, I mean, on the internet, death threats, like, I mean. It's like, you know, people feel very powerless. And so this is a way for them to feel big and powerful is right. by doing death threats. And I mean, it's, it's people do death threats over anything, you know, Blizzard gets death threats all the time. Yeah. See, and that's what I was wondering because yeah. I'm not so, I'm not so connected. I've been yeah. more connected this year. You know, I watched the whole E3 thing for, right. you know, three or four days in a sure. row. I, I was glued to the television, just watching the feed. Right. And, uh, I didn't know if that was a common thing. I know games get delayed all the time, but I didn't really yeah. I didn't really grasp like I mean this is almost like firsthand for me because I mm-hmm. I mean not that I'm getting the death threats or you know doling out sure, death threats sure. or even feeling like I ever had right, to do that right. at any point. I'd just be like, "Oh, that's disappointing." We're <laughs> so far removed from the kind of people that do this kind of thing. And I mean, these are people that I mean, they are they are truly powerless cowards. Mm-hmm. Like none of the people that are making these death threats are the people that ever actually do anything ever. Right. You know, it's, it's generally, I mean, if you look at, you know, history, the people that actually do violent things are very rarely ever the people that announce it ahead of times oh, by sure. giving death threats, right. you know? And yeah, this so, is not new news. Yeah. You know, there's, there's people have been doing that for long, you yeah. know, even regular snail mail yeah, 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 in the yeah. mail to yeah. like Congress people or exactly. you know, celebrities or right. anything like that. It's just that. a lot easier on the internet. The, the, there's so many people on the internet um, that, yeah, I mean, it happens. I mean, it, mo- it happened um, most recently with, you know, Blizzard because they banned a bunch of um, people like on the PC that were using cheating software. Uh, yeah. And so they banned a bunch of them and they got a bunch of death threats th- for that. And it's like, okay, well, you were cheating, you know, right. so I'm sorry. Um, but, you know, I mean that that kind of thing happens, and I, I just I don't think it's it's anything new. Unfortunately, I mean women in the games industry have been dealing with it a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with the whole GamerGate thing and stuff like that. Yeah, I remember um, that. And uh, you know, so you know, it's 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 part of um, unfortunately gamer culture, which it makes me you know really ashamed of because I don't like the fact that that's what gamer culture represents. Again, yeah. I mean I'm a you know, and I I get into these things online with people, and it's like yo. 12 year old kid you know making threats thinking you own the word gamer you know <laughs> yeah. my first system was an atari 2600 yeah, i same. got the nintendo when it came out i played legend of zelda 2 the day it was released mm-hmm. i played final fantasy the day it was released i've come up on video games if anyone owns the term gamer it's me mm-hmm. and you kids are making it look bad oh, okay yeah. because you know it's like you're not a real gamer you know, you don't get to call me a filthy casual because I like to play games casually. Because right. you know what? I'll smear you in Overwatch. I'll <laughs> smear you in Battlefield. Okay. The, the the fact of the matter is, is that these people, these toxic, 
just awful, awful people mm-hmm. have used the internet as a way to make themselves feel bigger, right. you know, and it's an unfortunate thing that, that, that it, it seems to have such a high prevalence in games, not just games, but I mean, tech in general, you mm-hmm. know, um, and comics is the same way. I mean, you saw how people just absolutely lost their crap over Captain America being a member of high, you know, being a Hydra agent. Right. Who cares? Yeah. You know, like I'm a huge comic nerd, but it's and, well, just and there's a so comic. many. There's so many different interpretations yeah. and so many different types. I mean, how many different Spider-Man uh, comic books have there been? I mean, I, there's yeah. probably more, you know, on my fingers, and they all take a different approach yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. So what's the difference? Yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's it's refreshing to even, uh, you know, challenge. You, what people consider their heroes and their, you know, their their folklore, right? Uh, in a different way. That's what happens over the years. Is yes. stories change over time, right? It's you know the 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 old thing where you see maybe like eight people lined up at a table. Mm-hmm. One person gossips something in one ear, sure, and they go to the next, the next, the next, and by the end of it, telephone it's a, game. It's yeah. a completely different purple different monkey story. dishwasher. But yeah. the, 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 a lot of the, I guess you know, acidic gross people that are out there doing those sort of things is a very low number oh yeah 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 they're and a very was, vocal minority the 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 best way that i most recently that i saw they encapsulated it pretty well because they went by the numbers um and not to get too too deep into um into it but they they were talking about the recent ghostbusters film and even oh, though yeah. they didn't it's another one they didn't like it they went by numbers, mm-hmm. and they were looking at well, okay, the trailer itself is one of the worst, you know, disliked trailer yeah. in the history of all trailers on the history of YouTube. Yeah, which really, the the history of YouTube is not even what ten years older. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, but they were saying that the 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 ratio from dislikes to comments to likes. It was almost like the chances of you running into another player on No Man's Sky. It was like point zero 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 whatever yeah. something something something, and uh, even Melissa McCarthy and, and Paul Feig uh, did an interview which I never saw before. But they were kind of putting everything together to kind of put a perspective on this is not everybody. Oh yeah. And even Melissa McCarthy said, you know what, this is like a point zero. Like they already did the math too at yeah. some point earlier this year that. Uh, these people that are freaking out or just misogynistic is not the majority. No, it's not. It's a very, very small minority, actually. Yeah. Um, you know, there are a lot of people who, you know, I mean, there's people like me who, I mean, I, I might make comments on Facebook pages and stuff, but, like, I never go on message boards. I never go yeah. on Reddit. Yeah. You know, I'm a very opinionated person who watches all the new movies and plays all the new games and all that stuff, but I don't even have a Reddit log on, you right. know? Yeah, I don't and, and And it's just, there are these people who are kind of so up their own ass about their importance and their place in the world and and especially Twitter is just the worst yep. because Twitter just empowers people to be so toxic, you mm-hmm. know, and and so, yeah, I mean, it doesn't surprise me that there were death threats, uh, you know, against the Domain Sky people. I mean, it doesn't nothing ever surprises me, yeah. honestly, about well, I'm the glad internet. it didn't like really phase. Me. I know that Sean just said, hey, yeah. you know, just relax, everybody. Yeah. You know, yeah, here's, yeah. here's a deal. This is why it happened. Sorry, I couldn't respond right away. Yeah, the dude's like swimming in code and like mm-hmm. trying to get a. 
game out with like 13 to 15 people yeah so it's not what i'm saying is like you know a first person sort of thing there's not there's not like just a a, like animity to it there's an actual guy who's like connected to all this yeah i mean he's a human being yeah as opposed to blizzard you know which is just you know that people just think is just a whatever entity well they don't care about that they'll they'll go personal as well i mean when people don't like steam for example or they don't like something that uh, valve is doing they'll go after gabe newell personally Mm -hmm. you know um you know that anything again the gamergate thing is pretty evident as well even the ghostbusters thing i mean going after um leslie jones personally. Oh yeah, that's right. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, because these people know that that's the way that they think they can get through. I don't get it. You know? I don't understand it. Yeah, well, it's just toxicity and and I mean, unfortunately, it's it's part of what you get with the free internet, you know, because in a way, well, I mean, I think they need to do things to tamp down on toxicity more, specifically Twitter, and that's why I'm glad that they, you know, that Milo Yannanopoulos guy or whatever, you know, that they did block his account, um, you know, because it's them kind of saying, "Look, we're making a stand against this" kind of thing um but yeah i mean just in general toxicity on the internet is awful and i mean i i'm in the same way that i'm a pacifist in grand theft auto i'm very unpacifist when it comes to that stuff on like facebook you know i mean i you know i am what they would call an sjw a social justice warrior Mm -hmm. and then and and i love how they use that as this derogatory term you know they say you're an sjw like wait you're just, the point is, you're telling me I'm a warrior for social justice, and that's supposed to insult me. You know, that's the hilarious right. part yeah. about it. Um, so, you know, I'm I'm glad that I'm I'm glad that they're you know that frankly a game like No Man's Sky can come out where and I, here's what I hope I hope that you can go that entire game without killing something. I hope that that's a possibility. Right. I don't know whether it will be, um, you know, but that would be awesome. Like mm-hmm. if you can play that game without ever firing a single gun and you can just mine resources and you can just explore and you can catalog, you know, animal species and learn languages and stuff. I think yeah. that'd be freaking yeah. awesome. Um, but I will say this, even if that game, No Man's Sky is not that, No Man's Sky 2 might be. Sure. You know, and that's what I'm excited about. Okay. Because I'm, I'm going in expecting No Man's Sky to be imperfect, you know, because I just don't see how it can be perfect, sure. especially with that small of a team. But if this game comes out, it's a massive success and they're able to build their team mm-hmm. and then maybe they can make part two a, a where it is an actual MMO. But yeah, and I think that'd be amazing. Like, wouldn't that be incredible? Is like, Literally everybody playing the game is in the universe, right. like at the same time, but it's just so big that maybe you don't actually run into anybody. Mm-hmm. But maybe, you know, they will have like space stations that you can warp to, you know, and you'll know everybody can meet up at the space station. And if you okay. want to battle, you can battle. And if you want to trade with people, you can trade. Yeah. Um, but I don't see that being in part one. <laughs> you know, yeah, I see right. that being in further additions down the road yeah. and in VR. Yeah. No, I agree. And I, I, uh, and while the other two, if they come out with a second one and, and they implement something like that, at least you can uh, completely just get lost in your own thing and not yeah. have to participate if you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it's just, it's, I don't know, it just feels like I don't want to uh, interact with people yep. most of the time and brag or, I don't know, you know, someone waving their balls around. Kind of <laughs> uh, I don't know, I just think I was mixing up a few different things. <laughs> it's in my head with that statement waving stuff around 
I'm super stoked. I'm super excited I mean, about it. I mean, I, it's, it's all I can think about right now. And again, I'm just trying to temper my expectations, but yeah. man, oh man, am I excited. Yeah. And so it's only a couple days away. Um, I, I'm hoping that, you know, like the $60 price tag for it is worth it because like you were, well, like I, I imagine like it's, it well, it's procedural. So that's mm-hmm. why it's only like a, a six gigabyte disc sure. um as opposed to what like what are the average for games now like 30 40 gigs somewhere around there yeah pretty big pretty big uh but you know there's there's like no limitation and it's all being well how does son of a gun i guess i never really <laughs> thought about like how the procedural thing works because right. if you're playing strictly offline is it just the internal program itself just busting everything out or what yeah um i mean i i think that what it is it's a bunch of assets and i think it's all done ahead of time is what it is okay so it's just a bunch of assets yeah okay well no i'm i'm excited you're excited we're all excited no man's sky in a couple days i don't know if if i'll be playing it for like a week or two and then do like a a, like a little wrap-up uh podcast yeah i can't Um, wait to see it on the fantastico screen i'll tell you yeah and that too i don't even i don't know if i'll get to that point right away or if that'll be down the road um, but yeah, we'll definitely have to set up something for that. Yes, uh, and crank it out. So and we'll wait till you actually get your ship and you can go and explore things. Right. You know, because the yeah. beginning parts of that game yeah. are going to be well, it's going to be very small. well. Yeah, and it's going to be very an intimate uh, experience for me at first. Right. You know, I just I need myself and the game before I can be like, okay, let's you know experience this all together. Right. Uh, yeah. Thanks for coming, Josh. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, thanks for, for having talking. me. Uh, We will see you next time. Indeed. You just listened to a podcast called Cinema Fantastico with your host, Adam Rutkowski. If you like what you heard, then please check out Adam's regular podcast, Cult Following. It can be found on SoundCloud, iTunes, and at cultfollowing.co. Comment, rate, subscribe, and share. Thank you for listening. 